Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. My name is Iniedo, so I'm about to have this really interesting sit-up with Tea with Tay. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a fresh episode of Tea with Tay. Today, I have a veteran guest on my couch. And it's taken the grace of God for me not to jump on her because I'm really starstruck, right? I watched her growing up and I'm excited that she came on my set today. I mean, she has uh, a new series that is so successful now, number one in Nigeria, so... It's a big deal that she's on my couch today. Please put your hands together for Inni Edo. <laughs> Yay. A queen. You missed something. It's not just top 10 in Nigeria. It's top 10 in about 11 countries globally. Uh, uh, top 10 in about 11 countries globally. Mm-hmm. That's a big feat. Please mm-hmm. put your hands together for her again. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you on my couch, sis. How are you? I want to ask you so many questions about the industry, growing up, Shantytown. But let me just... Start from the earliest memory of you growing up in a quiet bomb. What was it like? Uh, uh. Yes, you need some tea for that. Yes, let me sip some hot tea. tea at that. <laughs> yes. Uh, how was it like growing up in a quiet? I grew up in one of the most peaceful places in the country. Always has been, still is. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, quiet bomb says so. Um. I grew up under like really loving parents who had their values, of course, uh, who still have their values, by yeah. the way. So um, I was a bit heady, so of course I would always butt heads. But disciplinarians mm-hmm. at the time, when my father was still as, as very strong, unfortunately now he's he's, <laughs> he's lost ninety percent of his energy. <laughs> Glory to God is aging gracefully. Yes. So um it was it was it was sort of interesting because I mean I did have a lot of friends growing up, which my mother hated, which she would always harass me for. I think she felt like that was my greatest undoing, having too many friends. 
and they were all literally older than me. I, I, I never used to make friends with people who were like my mm. my age grade. They would always be, and I, and I have to upgrade my my age so I could fit into oh. you know, I could, so I could feel like the I'm circles, yeah. yeah, you know, and then they don't look down on me or think I was I was younger than them. So you know, um, but I was I've always been like um, this something just different, you know. Mm. I've I've always had my mind set on what I've wanted. I've always been a go-getter. I've always been uh, somebody who who was... I had a lot of aspirations. Like, I mm. wanted to... I've always had the drive to be more. I've always wanted yeah. more, you know. So, yeah. And then growing up with them, having that kind of... Um, that kind of attitude. Of course, I would always butt heads with my parents because mm. it's like, oh, you're doing the most, so you want to be in all the drama classes. You want to be, you know... Want to be a part of everything and everything, you know. You want to be friends with the biggest girls in the city and stuff. Like and not like I wanted to be their friends. I mean, everybody just wanted to be, be my friends. Friend. With you. So, a star yeah. already. Now follow come. I love it. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, but but however, I, I mean, growing up for me was like my formative years because it, it actually did help to mold me mm. and to train me and to. Mm teach me the things that I that helped me today in life. Yeah. So I mean you mentioned being quite a bit stubborn. Mm-hmm. I mean you were raised by a strict parents, mm-hmm. right? So one was a teacher, one was a pastor. That mm-hmm. dynamic is crazy because the children also have to follow suit, right? But how did you get away with acting with them? Because I imagine that they would have been like, you want to act when you could have chased a different career. To be honest, I can't really remember my parents being so adamant and against me acting. Okay. For some reason, they they were really really supportive. The, my problem, the problem my parents had was me. So you know the thing is when I started acting, the first time I ran off to go act in Aba, Abia State. We were already in school. I was in Unio then. You ran off. No, well, not run, not <laughs> run off the same, but I didn't tell them. It was right. they didn't know I had gone. We were in school, and then we had the strike. They used to have these long, yes. unnecessary strikes then. So we had the strike that was going to last. You know, almost like we didn't know when it was going to end. And then there were these auditions going on in Abia State, and so one of my my um, my senior colleagues in school had said to me oh there was this you know they were having auditions he was already involved in filmmaking was behind the scenes was mm-hmm. doing uh, makeup I recommend on I mean he was one time MVCA um makeup artist of the year yeah okay. something like that so he told us that about this audition in a bar in Abia said then we were in Unio and then so we just not just me like a number of us we just Packed ourselves mm. and landed in a band. That was my first time having so, to leave. But before them, you were not probably interested in acting. Were you interested in acting? No, I was then? in theater arts. Don't don't forget. So Ooh, I was doing stage already in school. Right, right. You know, but it, you know the the idea of being like a professional actor hadn't really wasn't really something Victim, that yeah. Jigeri had really toyed with. I mean, I was still hoping to go back and do uh, go back. I, I mean, I was waiting for my. Uh, Jam results to go do uh, law. I've always wanted to do. That was what my parents. That's what I wanted to do. So this was like okay, jam isn't jam isn't the first one wasn't so favorable. So let me go do diploma instead of just staying at home. So I went off to do the diploma in, in theater. theater. Arts. Oh. Yes. So it was during that period that um, this whole uh, bar thing came up. So we all went over twenty twenty young people because it was. Of course, it was it was a strike. Then yeah. students came from Unio, Unical. You know, they had like this really big hotel where mm-hmm. everybody just camped. 
And then for the first time, I saw like real life stars. You know what I mean? Oh. I saw Alex Lopez. She was in the film. The late Adame, God rest her soul. Lare Balogun, like you carry Anonobi. Mm. I met all these like big, big, big superstars. So we're all thrown into that place, you know, to go through the audition. They're like, there were like four to five productions going on at the time. So we just went around going from one from one audition to the other, from one audition to the other. And, you know, it was interesting. First of all, having to be there with so many thespians, mm. many creatives from all parts of the country. So then, you know, the idea of actually just doing this for, for a living, like when I met the stars and I'm just watching how they're filming, it was beginning to make sense, you know. And luckily for me, my first audition, I got a role. Ooh. It wasn't a speaking role. Okay. I did, so I did, Three, the first three jobs I did, first three films I did, were not speaking roles. So you have your Wakapa story. Oh, that's that's my that's my Genesis and Exodus Wakapa story. Of, what, are the, what are the names of <laughs> what are the names of those movies? Okay, so the first time I camera ever like I ever sat in from in front of a camera mm. to film to do film, uh, the film was called The Child of Destiny. Right, and uh, it was about it's a campus story with lots of female prostitutes mm. and. And, um, you know, and then the lead character was Adame, the lead Adame and Alex Lopez. Mm. So they were fighting each other and stuff. So we, the girls, were just run this one, oh, follow the crowd. Hey, hey, hey. so no, we'll kill you today. We're not going to agree. You know, so yeah, I mean, I said that like I didn't say anything, but, you know, one of the girls. Yes. But it was so fun. You enjoyed it? I did. I really did. You know, it was, we did it over and over again. And then, you know, we kept on, the, and then I had another one. The same, okay, that one, the second one was Cassandra. I know Cassandra. <laughs> hey. You cannot even remember my role. Can you remember that? I don't know I if you did that, Cassandra. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if I'm even if you'd seen me today. Cassandra is where like, Alex, Alex Lopez, right? That was Eukarya Nonobi. and I think Alex Lopez played another character. I think so. I where think the, so. Eukarya was the villain in the film. Yeah, villain. and then she was in the hospital. She had like all yes. bruises and scars yeah. or boils on her body. Then I was a nurse. So this was my, 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 what I had, what I had to do in the scene. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. But, but that's But you were young that time. Were you still in school at the time? I was still in school. Are you kidding me? I was 18 or 19 or something. Mm-hmm. So I just did like that. I just like, hey, yeah. But without but saying they see hey, you, yeah, you know. But they see me. I was there now. By the time I came back, <laughs> before the film was out, everybody was hailing me like I was a big deal already in my area. So, <laughs> so yes, that's, that was how it all started. And then I had to go back to school. When you're already an actress in Nollywood, but you had to go back to school to continue your life. When did the change now happen for you to start getting the actual roles? That so after those three, I would like to say exploits that I did. Mm-hmm. It was I was out to just test the waters. Uh, the roles I went back to school in Unicode. Then I had gotten admission to do my direct. Um, to do the degree in, in Unical. Were you trying to do law now or you were just... Uh, apparently, the law, law didn't come through, but I got admission into studying uh, English and literary, literary studies. Oh, okay. So that's what I went to do in, in Unical. Yeah. So at a point where I'm settling into school, so the first phone call came. It's really big production. Uh, Sony, great movies. Great movies used to be like one of the biggest guys yeah, then. Yeah. You know, that great movie calls you on the phone and that's like a big freaking deal. 
So I'm in school one day. I'm coming back from lectures and then my phone rings and, you know, hello. He has a small voice. Hello. It's me. Great movie, Sonny Collins. I'm like, me? He said, yes, they wanted me to come and do a, 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 a film. Mm. He said the director would call me. Teacher, the teacher calls me mm. and says to me, Ine, there's this role. Um, I actually don't think you can pull it because it's really, really intense. I think you're a bit immature for it, but the executive producer has insisted that we should call you for the job. I said, okay, so I sent me the script. He sent the script. I said, I read this. I was just laughing at myself. I'm like, who is going to do this one? Me. What's that about? Well, that was worlds apart. Ha, that film. That film. <laughs> hey, hey, I can tell you every scene for that film. That, that was From your village role. Yes. So, I know that was iconic. Yeah. Was that the first major movie after all of those Absolute, cam, um, yeah. Waka Pass? Yeah. I did do one or two other ones, but, you know, still like not nothing so major like that. But at least I had lines. I had like nine scenes and I had lines and stuff. I think that's where he saw me and now called me for Walter Park. We can, we can safely say that Walter Park was a breakout role. Absolutely. You ate it all. Apparently, meanwhile, I don't know anything that time. It was a rougher. <laughs> so this guy, somebody had to even come home to speak to my parents to allow me travel. Because at that point now, so it was now obvious that, okay, I was sneaking around to do this mm. thing. So it's like, okay, but the problem is that you can't travel. Right. And go to a city where you don't know anyone. We don't have what any relations. What? What are they in Lagos here? No, Enugu. Right. You know, I've never been to all, all, none of those parts. So. Right. Oh, so the, that was now the issue. Oh, how do you... We don't know anybody there. We don't have any relatives. Who are you going to stay with? Mm. And then this guy had to come to say, she is such a talent. It's looking good for her. Mm. I, I, I vouch for her. I'll look after her. I'll make sure that she's okay. And that was at the point where my parents now said, okay. You yeah. were skeptical, right? Oh, they were really, really, really skeptical. And it, it was not about the career itself. It was just about my safety and... A young girl like me just being my my so the sister, my parents were kind of really protective about me. They mm-hmm. kind of felt like they needed, you know, to shield you. Yeah. Yes, you know. So yeah, that it was just basically how are you going to survive out there by mm-hmm. yourself? So what was it like shooting world worlds apart? It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. So I get these scripts. And there's a lot of emotions in this. I've I'd never read anything that was that that you know, that I needed to do that much. And I was mm. in it from beginning to the I was literally the lead character yes. of the film. Yeah. And then with all the, then I now asked who are the co-actors. Oh my God, this Benson. I'm like, how? I'm like, hey. <laughs> like they just dropped all these big names on me. And I was so young and no experience at all. So eventually I went to Asawa, to Inugu. I pulled my nails, took off my wig, you know, the first thing the director said when he brought me the script he said in me da, 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 da. I said okay yes we've heard this before I took the script guess what I just I told God I said I went to my knees I said if this is where you want me to be show me this there's no other opportunity this I, you don't get a bigger or a better opportunity than this this yes. is the opportunity yeah so if I cannot kill this one I'll just take it that this is not for me. And I'll go back. To do in English. To go to do whatever <laughs> it is that I'm going to be doing. So that was that was mm. just the turning point for me, you know. Cause it, it, I was scared, literally. 
Mm. I was really scared. So we started, we got on sets, you know, first we started with the farm settlement. You know, I just sort of left everybody, went into the bushes, just sort of just cut off from, you know, just trying to... And, you know, even the actors on set, we all, everybody was skeptical as well. This mm. new girl, this little girl, she's, she's, because apparently it was somebody else who was supposed to play that role that eventually didn't, couldn't sure, show up. Yeah. So the guy got upset. I said, anybody that looks like her. It was almost like, a, you know, that kind of thing, like... We'll show you that you can get yeah, somebody else. Yeah, I can show yes. you exactly that you're irreplaceable, you know what I mean? So he got somebody that looks, that sort of her, you know, mm. according to them. And... It became somebody else's turning point, apparently. Wow. You know, What's Apart is one of the movies that I've watched a couple of times. Like, it was, even my producer right now, he's tapping herself, like, we watched it. Like, mm. it was so huge. Like, you, I, I didn't know that was the first movie that you were doing, but we know that there was a new star that came on board, like, India, mm. who's this yep. new girl, yep. right? After that, what happened? What changed in the industry? Uh-huh. Did the rules start coming as much? Or? Everything, literally, everything just changed. At that right. Point. It was, in fact, my life literally changed from after Walls Apart. Like, literally, because I suddenly became somebody that everybody could recognize. Mm. I was not somebody that couldn't walk the streets. And then, you know, movies were like a really big deal. Nigerian films were yes. like a really big deal. Yeah. People didn't play with it. Every home had seen it. Every true, home had seen it. True. So I was now like that girl that couldn't just walk the streets. Just from somebody who was just a free girl yesterday mm. to somebody who now cannot step out without jiggets. So it was just... And then the job started coming. He just kept... He kept coming for over a decade. Non-stop. Wow. Non-stop. Like, non-stop. I would literally have to switch off my phone and maybe run and hide. Like, literally hide if I didn't want to work. But then I was I was enjoying it so much. Yeah. So I just... And I had nothing. What else did I have to do with my time? Nothing else. You know... So I just juggled school and that. So oh, I you're was, not even graduated at that time when Waterpad came out. So how were you able to balance the... I found a way. We just go do, you know, when I'm... You know, my parents would always find a way to... Mm. Like, you gotta... You, start, you know... It was a struggle. It was difficult because you miss a test. A lecturer can recognize that you're not in class. Mm-hmm. You miss a lecture. They can. They know that you're not in. So they come to the class looking, looking for, for the you. actress. The there actress. are things that she should not be in class. Absolutely. Yeah. But you find you found a way to finish. I found that. a way to finish. It's it's so interesting. Like you know, one of one of my favorite roles that you've ever done, and I I was discussing this with you is Girls Court. Mm. Girls Court was a cultural moments <laughs> in Nollywood. Like, having four of you on that set, like, I can imagine, what was it like having you, Genevieve, um, Uche Jumbo, um, Rita Dominic? That, you know, that mom must have made a lot of money. The producer has made yeah, a lot of money. Making, still making a lot of money. Gained, uh, I think he's still making money off of that film because that was like some very, some kind of Thunder was just dropped on Nollywood. It was yeah. it was crazy that film when it came out. It was. I mean, the combination of all of us just made people. The fans really went went wild. Crazy, yeah. It was so. These these people are all friends. We are all friends. We are all good. Mm. We are like we are girls. We are our girls. We are like we are G's. You know what I mean? So, and then we shot it in Abuja. So it was fun 
sometimes the devil will try to strike through yeah, one person that... or the other. <laughs> normal, those normal, normal things. Yeah. The person that will come, this one is somebody's best friend, mm. somebody's stylist is coming from somewhere. Oh, that one is looking at you funny. Oh, that one was looking at your costume. You know, those kind of... Mm. When, Sowing when, seeds, yeah. yeah it just happens among, show, in every yeah, session. Exactly. Try to sow those seeds of discord. But ordinary, other than that, it was crazy because today this one brings food. This, tomorrow this one is bringing drinks. Mm. And we all did. We all had similar vices. So we're just always together just doing, doing our shit and mm. just filming and having a good time. And then before, at some point, the devil struck. We were too happy for the devil tell me, to allow tell, us. Tell me, tell me, I can't go into tell me what the devil did, I beg. Mean, for all time's sakes, please no, give no, us... No, no, But the devil, he tried to bring this cord amongst... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, all, it's just like a perfectly perfectly bonded friends who have been friends for a long time and they just... And then some 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 external person comes and starts to feel like, okay, uh, the, that one is looking at you like this. Ah, do you see the way she was... Mm-hmm. After you came out with your costume, she went and changed again. So... Ah. No, no, no. Those, those, those things we see amongst women sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, isn't it normal? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But now you have a career that has spanned years, right? But was a point in your career where you said that you were bored, like you just wanted to take a break and just... How, was it that you got tired of acting or you just needed a break or, you know what, I've been doing this thing for a while, I need to look for other forms of expression. What was it? Um, <clears throat> so two things for me. Um... The boring, the bore, getting bored part for me was, you know, as an artist, right? You look for the kind of stories that can inspire you to be better, to be better as an actor, to be better as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes we run out of those stories or people, people just stop creating as much. Uh, or perhaps on the other hand, maybe I just am not getting the kind of roles that I feel like Mm-hmm. projects me in shows my artistic side the way that I feel like it should be seen. Mm-hmm. So some roles would instead of adding flowers to your career, they would diminish your career. True. So I, f- I felt like at some point I was doing more of those kind of jobs, those kind of roles, mm-hmm. because that's all that was coming. True. And um I, I don't like to feel like I don't have a choice in something. I always want to have a choice, mm-hmm. you know. So I figured, okay, I don't, the, the, the roles are not in, no longer interesting. The stories, mm. the script, the way that film is being made is, I mean, you know, we've outgrown these things. True. We've outgrown, we've yeah. done these things forever. And we've come, most of us have had a lot of exposure as well. Mm-hmm. We've gone across to see how it's done. You know, it, it gets really boring at sometimes because you're not, you're not growing. You can you feel like, more, you're not, yeah. yeah, you know. So f- as opposed to just, making do with what is available. I'm like, okay, let me go figure something else out for myself, you know. So I sort of left in terms of, you know, because this also comes with finance, you know. True. Those films are not going to pay you well. They're not paying good, you know, all those, all these challenges. And I wasn't ready to, there was nothing in it for me. I felt like it was a waste of my time. Was was that why you went into production? Because, you know, some people think that you probably just started producing because they've been in conversation, like, oh, this is in his first major. But you had produced um, I'll Take My Chances mm-hmm. a while ago. You had done We Can't Get Away. Mm-hmm. Even me, I'm just finding out that you produced them. I know that you starred in them, but like you had produced I'll Take My Chances a while ago. And mm-hmm. that was one of the best films that we've had in Nigeria mm-hmm. because it was Sam Loco, it was you, it was mm-hmm. Brian's debut like in the movie industry. Was that where you went into production? 
Okay, so first of all, I I co-produced with him a me song. Right. Uh, we co-owned the, the we did the two job, the two movies together. Mm-hmm. Um, that at that point in time, it wasn't about the board board part. It was the angle that I wanted to be involved in the business part of entertainment. Right. I've just I've never just wanted to be just an actress. I've always wanted to be able to make decisions as concerns filmmaking because I believe that I know what it takes to make a good movie. I have an eye for a good story and I understand what filmmaking really is. Mm-hmm. And there's a vision I have as to how I feel like films should be made, mm-hmm. which I'm trying to relieve, you know. So at that point, it was more like, yes, getting into that that business angle of filmmaking and... um you know, at, at that time it wasn't the board the board thing hadn't even come come up then. Yeah. I think it was after that that um the scripts just started getting soggier and yeah. you know. And left for something. I didn't even leave for production. I left for I went into the other things. I do business, I do different other things. Right. I went into a bit of politics. Like I'm just yeah, my entrepreneurial, whatever, I'm just Fixed living, in. you know. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I needed I, the film wasn't bringing the money. Yeah. You know? So, yes. So, fast forward to now, you have Shantytown. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Shantytown. Um, first of all, did you, did you have any influence in that story? Um, no, to be honest. Uh, I, I, because the story was already, uh, was already created by mm-hmm. my partner, uh, Chichingwara. Then Xavier, of course, wrote it. You know, I came, I came in on board... At the time where the story was just being fleshed out, right. after the story was already created, it was just the edit, the twisting, and the you know talking of things. And so my input I had on the script would basically be like after the script had been written, the the little nuances that we added here and there, like for instance the language part, yeah. I I I um I insisted on having them the two characters be Aquaibum. We had Kassense already. Right. So it was just, it just dawned on me that I could actually change the character from Yoruba to Akwaibom and then use my language instead of trying to learn Yoruba. So that was what we did. And then, of course, since it was already on the set, so it, it just was easy for us to just get going. We did make a few twists and turns mm-hmm. on the script whilst filming. I, I, really like, I really liked the language part of it. Yes. Um, you played two characters, mm-hmm. you and your sister. What was it like getting into that character? Because... There were too many nuances to that character. You, you suffered in the hands of RMD. Mm-hmm. You guys had suffered before. Your sister had died. Like there's too many nuances. What was it like getting into that character? Because she was a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah, she was a lot. First of all, um, you know she's impersonating somebody else. Yeah. So she had to first of all be as convincing as possible. Uh, second of all, the other character was ill, and then to defend this is a detective, and this is a somebody who's like a queen of the shanty, you know, doing all the things that that, that gets done in the shanty. So, uh, first of all, one of the things I did was I took a, I took time off to go, of course, take a look at those shanty places, the real shanties, to just see what life really is like out there. And to mm. my greatest amazement. The script literally depicts exactly what goes on in that place. Are you saying whatever all that happened in Shantytown is a reflection of some reality in Nigeria Absolutely. right now? Absolutely. People get, people somehow get lost in the message. You shouldn't get lost in the message. Absolutely. These, these are ills that are going on in this country. 
organ harvesting is on such a rise in this in this country. Um, human part trafficking is on such a rise. Kidna- Why do you think they kidnap people just up and disappear and we don't hear anything about them? These things are happening. Children thuggery, putting you- guns in the hands of little boys and training them to become thugs and criminals and kidnappers and all of that. These are crime rings that exist. Are you seeing there are girls now who can't leave a ring Absolutely. because they swore an oath? Oh my gosh, yes. Prostitution is such a big ring. I know there's all prostitution, over the but world. I, I, it's a ring. It's an organized crime. Most of, most not, not the random ones, but they are really organized criminal rings where all these things happen and they're highly organized. Wow. I mean, thank you for telling such a story. Um, one other thing that you explored was sex and sexuality in, in, mm. in the in the series and some people came and said, oh, um, why are they ex- so explicit these days? But you're telling a true story. What was it like telling those stories? I mean, because usually Nollywood tried to shy away from it, go cover breasts, do like this, mm-hmm. like this, not like this, but you guys went all out. You know, uh, that's one of the problems where we get the issues, the fact that uh, we want to, we want, people want, they want a Hollywood star that film. They want, yeah. You know, a film that can stand, you know, be able to compete internationally. We like those stories when they tell it to us, but we don't want to tell our own stories Mm. the way they should be told. We are more interested in trying to protect what people think about us as opposed to trying to deal with our problems. Because for me, I feel like there are real life issues and people just focus, like to focus on the things that will distract the real issues that you're Mm. trying to highlight. Yeah. Now you can't talk, tell a Santi story. You talk, tell, talk, telling a story about, well, you know, prostitution, kidnapping, sex trafficking, and all those things, and not see some level of nudity. True. Because how you, how do you tell this kind of stories? You know, and people forget the message in the story. It's leave the frivolity, the things that just don't really matter. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? The nudity. We watch everybody. Even there's hardly an American film these days that doesn't have a level of nudity to. Yeah. But we want to hold on to our our culture, our African. Yes, yeah. I get it. But guess what? This same culture Africans has learned sex. has learned this Uyibo method yes. of treating our people, yeah. and they are inflicting those same treatments on us. Genesis. Mm. These things are happening. They are. Genesis. So, what is more important? Please, that scene that you and Amrita RMD did, <laughs> I was like, "What's going on? How did you guys shoot that scene? That scene was what reference? Because the, there's a part where you fell off the bed and you were crying. I believed it. I believed every single bit of it. How did you get into that? Like, there's some scenes in that film that I'm just like, oh, even Chidi Mokame, he ate it up. Like, did you cast the people yourself? Like. How did you guys come up with all of that? So, uh, Shantytown is like a real teamwork. But for the casting, particularly, I like to really take this Chidi's credit because it's come out, it's turned out so good. Yeah. And so I like to see because <laughs> nobody saw the vision initially. Now you go bring up. Now we go bring up. <laughs> it took me time to convince them, to mm. let them to see what I was seeing. But thankfully, we are such a good team that we are able to listen to each other and try mm. to see reasons. And there's a, there's a level of trust in how we work, yeah. you know, that allows your opinion to to make to matter. Yeah. You know? So I I <laughs> we had a battle with that character. It was so hard 
to find. We explored every name possible. We got people to read. A lot of big actors read for the role, but, you know, I was just looking for something that... I was just looking for something. How did you know he could... He could... You could do it. I just saw him and I think it must have been the Holy Spirit or something. Mm. Because I just saw him. He was coming out of an elevator in Abuja and I says, I'm like, JQ, I think I have a role for you. And I was like, what role? <laughs> I said, I think I just found Scar. That's how I started the conversation. Wow. I went back and I shared it with my people after we had gone through the most amazing actors. And I was like, ah, GTK. How? Oh, my partner didn't even know who he was. Like GQ, who is GQ? I said, I don't know. GQ. Why they call him GQ? Oh no, you you youngins don't know. That's how we used to call him from the old blog. <laughs> he was like GQ, 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 G Money. Love it. That's his name. G Money. I'm, I'm so happy that he's he's back in the in the scene and, and yeah. thanks to Shanty Town. Um, I'll I'll leave Shanty Town for now. But before I leave it, um, <laughs> you explore a lot of women empowerment. Mm. Theme, um concept in um, Shantytown. Mm. Was that intentional? Well, like I said, the story was already uh, was already conceived before I got on board this project, mm-hmm. but that was one of the major things that encouraged me to get on, to get hopping on the, yes. on the train. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm a woman. I'm a women advocate. I, I love to advocate for women because most times there's a strong force to try to quiet women. It's like almost so conscious, such a conscious force to quiet to, to put women in a box and to get them to be quiet. Mm. Sometimes we women are even also part of those problems. So for me, that was an inspiration for being a part of this project. Number one. Um, number two, I I do stuff. So I do have an NGO where we um, sort of uh, create mentorship and um, empowerment schemes for young women in small mm-hmm. businesses, in tech, in politics, and, and, and name it. So everywhere I see an opportunity to be able to put a female child or somehow give some kind of hope or some kind of empowerment of any kind, you know, I just, something just, it just comes to me naturally. I'm, uh, that's not to say I'm feminist. Although I truly don't understand. You're not a feminist. I, I don't, see, so I don't quite get that word. I am a feminist. No, see, brah, you be you, trust me. I don't need to put you on the spot. If I'm a feminist, why are you not a feminist? No, 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 because people tend to, being a feminist means different things to different people. Mm. Do you understand? Um, I love to protect women's rights and I feel like, you know, I I feel the need for the equality. Mm. But I'm also a, a very structured and very, I'm I'm born like I'm I'm raised a certain way. Yes. You get. I'm raised to respect men. I'm raised to, you know, value men. Do you understand? So I kinda, you know, I wanna be a woman, but I yeah. also wanna be able to be a queen. I don't wanna so the be balance, a queen. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not struggling for the king position. I, right. I'm I'm good. I, I you know, I, you know, I, my own. You see so what being I mean? a queen does not exactly take away the fact that he's a king. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Mm. You can be a king, and I'm a queen. I'm just comfortable being a queen as long as I'm. There's nothing pressing my neck, or there's <laughs> nothing hovering over my crown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can be me. Yeah. You can allow me to be myself, be the best version of myself. Mm. I have my, you know, 
I'm, I'm my own person, you know what I mean? And I'm not living under your shadow. Uh, then for me, that's the kind of feminist I'd like to call myself. Mm. You know, that's why I'm saying that. That's, I don't like to all... I, so I run away from saying I'm a feminist because of how it's been... If the, the term is... They've portrayed it over the years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how some people sort of understand it. Right. I understand it differently. So in my own way, I'm a feminist, but not just... Might not be your kind of feminist. You know what I mean? I mean, we, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, Sha. I get, I get it. But I mean, you are also a feminist, but just not in the way that yeah. they would... They would take it yeah. these days. I'm not the feminist that wants to bring I, men down. Yeah, no. Mm, I no. know. Although some of them actually. <laughs> this one is giving us thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but like, um, you know, one of the questions that I said I was going to ask you, right? And it's also like, um, I want to hear because for me, I need to hear it too as well. Is staying power mm. as a talent, as a, an actor? Like over the years, we've watched people come and go. Um, with what actors who we used to love and were so popular, not necessarily leave this space, but they're probably moving to other things like business and all, all the other things. But you have managed to stay from Words Apart to Girl Scott, now to Shantytown, <laughs> and you've entered into production. So, what is it about? What is it that you know that we need to tell us as young people? Or what is it about you that just keeps you relevant? Even with all that's happening, even with all the changes, the social media now you're still relevant. There was even before social media, you were, you were always on the magazines and everything. What is it about you that keeps you here? With hmm. uh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I like to think, I like to say that there's a grace that surpasses human understanding. Yes, yes. that is not me. That's just God. Hmm. Um, that's one. Two, I would, I like to think that perhaps it's, it's the quality of work that we've done over the over the past years. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, don't forget, we did, like you said, we didn't have social media. So mm -hmm. in order for you to be seen, in order for you to be known or successful, you had to do a lot of work. Yeah. So I feel like some of us had managed to do that much work that can sustain you. So even if you take a few years off your work, yeah. you had done work that had imprinted on people's minds that are, that are embedded in people's memories that they cannot forget. True. Like some people see me now and they still talk about some of my oldest films that I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. So it's still fresh in their memory. That means it must have been that good yeah. to be able to you know, linger for that long. Um, and then again, I think I always try to also reinvent myself from time to time. You know, uh, I try to keep things fresh. I try to just, you know, keep, just keep coming back with something powerful mm -hmm. and I, I like to take things a notch higher you understand right. I, I believe in value I believe in quality mm -hmm. so if I do something that has quality even if I do two in a year it can keep me for another five to ten years mm. as opposed to just wanting to do so many and then not one is yeah. memorable you understand no, not one makes any impact not, like you talked about I'll take my chances I hardly even talk about that film but it made so much impact on people yeah. Until now, I don't think anybody has done another dance film since we did uh, I'll Take My Chances. Mm -hmm. So you see the kind of films I like to tell, I like yeah, the kind of things stories. I like to be involved in. Then after that, we did Weekend Getaway that had like literally all, all the ladies the and youngins yeah. on it. So I'm always trying to do something that is out of the box, something a little, you know, go the extra mile. So these things can, can you know, can sustain you because you put a lot of value to what you do and you, put, you, do, you, you do quality work. 
And so even if I don't do another in five years, that one will stay in your mind. And then you can do like 50 jobs and then... So it's about the work. It's about the work and the quality of work mm. that you get involved in. And also the value that you give yourself as a person. I mean, now with social media, for instance, mm. you know. What has, you said social media. What has changed from that time and now? What, what, um, because you blew in a time when there was no social media. So if mm. you did not, if your work wasn't showing, if you were not showing walking. Wasn't solid. Sorry. Mm. Now anybody can, yeah. Everybody has a platform. So if you drop a couple of mm-hmm. content, I Just mean, people hot. would, yeah. But what has, what's, what's the difference between that time and now? The difference is simply, I mean, the world is evolving. Everything has changed. And um, uh, that was analog here. This is digital. You know what I mean? So, of course, everything has changed. In the sense that uh, even the the ones that were there at that time, that were doing, like you talked about some other people going into different things, business. and It's not everybody that is able to just really make that switch into this whole social media cycle with all the things and the, the sort of, uh, image or the sort of pressure the social media puts on people, mm. some people are still unable to make that switch. And True. hence, you see some people going into doing different things, which for me is okay because you'll forever have your name. Yeah. If, you know, if you don't feel like you can fit into the space where all of this is happening, some people opt, you know, they, they just branch off and do go into business, politics mm-hmm. or whatever else, you know. So, yeah, that was it. So then for us, it had to just be work. See, tell me, because... You had to work so hard because don't forget, we weren't the only ones. There were quite a number of productions going True. on. There were quite a lot of young people struggling to come out to break into the into the market. Mm. So you just had to just distinct yourself to stand out. So if there are like 30 films coming out a week that we used to have up to that number yeah. back in the days, and then you're in like five of those films, your films will have to outsell those other films. You know what I mean? So it was just a function of, first of all, the grace. Second, how good are you? Mm. How well are you taking your job? How You know, I, for me, it was like, it was, every time I had a script, I would try to make it different. I would mm. do, I'd go over and beyond just to, you know, make sure that my delivery, I was asking my seniors, how can I do this? What do I do? You know, I had that hunger to survive. I had that hunger to be the best. So I feel like those, some of those things helped. I mean, these days now, that's, you ask what has changed. With these days now, I feel like you don't need to do so much. Are we not as hungry as you guys? Um, <laughs> you, you might be hungry, but you have, you can survive w- without having to go that route. You know mm, what I mean? Okay. That was the only option we had. You guys have options. So many options. You can become a TikTok influencer and become, all you need to do is just post one viral video. Mm. You can become a YouTuber. You can do so many other things. Mm. You, know, you can even make your own film, your own skit and put it on and then you become popular. So you don't really need anyone. But then we were dependent on these marketers. We were True. dependent on, on, on you know, the, the, the directors and the marketers to give you roles. We were not even in, uh, smart enough to make our own movies then. Mm. But now, a lot, the young ones have learned a lot from our mistakes. True. So I see some of them just really trying to correct, you know, make sure they don't make the same kind of mistakes that we made, which is how life should be anyway. Mm. So, yeah, so it's, you guys are having it easy. We, we suffered. Uh, we don't carry all the people. People run, walk so that we could run. You see what I Thank mean? Thank you so that's, much. That's the word. That's the word. Um, yeah, I was going to ask about your baby. Mm-hmm. What What did motherhood do to you? Because I know I know you recently had a baby, mm-hmm. and it was on social media. But I mean, like you didn't talk about it. But I know what motherhood can do to people. What did it do to you? What changed? 
What changed was that it just made me more driven. You know, it sort of made me realize that now it's no longer just me. Mm. I have to create a good life for her. And I have to give her what every normal child what I did not, what I couldn't get from my, what I, what my parents couldn't do for me in terms yeah. of the things you need to do to make a child better. So it just makes me understand that I cannot afford to fail. That's good motivation. Mm-hmm. I'm proud. Um, you know, since like these days, everybody just wants to scrutinize the Nollywood actresses, their successes, how they got there. Are they working as hard as the boys and whatever? You probably have faced such scrutiny as well. What do you think about this? <clears throat> you see, this is uh, such a, a sad conversation. A, a very sad conversation, considering that I hear these narratives coming from people in the same industry. Yeah. And I'm like... These are the issues. This is why people don't grow. This is why, as a community, we're struggling because we are our own problems. We are the ones tearing each other down. We are the ones clamoring for change, but we're the ones rejected. Like, you know, it's just like you're eating yourself. I've lived, I've lived this story all my life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, at, in 2020, 2005, between 2005 and 2007-ish, so seven. I bought my second car. My first car was a coupe. Uh, it was a, a drop-top convertible. About 2006 or thereabouts. Or earlier. I'm not so sure. I'm not good with dates. Um, earlier, but right early, before I even moved to Lekki. Mm-hmm. And then I bought this car, this truck, Murano. It just came out at the time. And it was like I was the only one in the industry who had it. And... I remember everybody going crazy. Like, what how did she, did she yeah. afford to buy this? And they made so much fuss about it. And I checked my account. It was my elder sister and I that went to buy the guy somewhere in the Kaja. And we paid car. We just did the transfer. And I remember that before this time, I had worked consistently for about six years from when I started. Because when I talk about consistent, I'm talking about we used to do like three jobs in one week. Me and some other girl, I don't mm-hmm. want to mention names. I would have two peers. When I'm sleeping, one would be awake. When that one is sleeping, the other one would follow me to work. We did this concert. And then if you look at how much we were being paid at the time, and don't forget that this fees kept on increasing because a producer is going to come and say, how much is that person paying you? Let me, let me add money mm-hmm. for you because they wanted to get so consistently. And even when I bought that car, that truck, it didn't, it, I still had, Money. Quite enough. Do you understand? Yeah. And then perhaps my male counterpart would look at it and be like, okay, yeah, is that possible? I don't know how you manage your own funds. I don't know how you how you work if you work yeah. as hard. And I also realize that a lot of the young girls today are into so many other things. True. People are doing Influencing. so many sources. No, might not even anything on the internet. Some of them are doing things really off the internet. Perhaps you know, just your personal hustles and here and there. Mm-hmm. There's so much people can do. It's just that people just feel like, 
I, I don't understand. For me, it's just really upsetting because when you look at it, is, are people supposed to come and be declaring their sources of income on, on social media for your own validation? True. And why are you even bothered? Why are you spending so much energy on what somebody, how, how much somebody else has or how that person is making money? If you channel that energy on yourself, perhaps you'll realize that there's so much more you can do mm-hmm. to make that money in addition to what you're already doing. I think that sometimes some people don't just know how to think outside the box. Like I sit here and I, I don't I, I don't owe anybody any explanations to how what I do with my life, how I choose to live my life, what I choose to do with my life. I don't know what to do with your life and I don't care. So you caring about how I'm living my life or what I'm doing just means that you don't have any space for being creative in your own space because if you took that time to focus on yourself, you would figure out why I'm making money and you're not. It, it goes beyond just lying on your back. These people need to really just wake up and understand that that's not all you need to do to make money. And, you know, they, they put so much validation. They put so much power. To, they give these things so much power. Hmm. You know, just because you don't want to admit the fact that somebody else is smarter than you mm-hmm. or somebody else is more hardworking than mm-hmm. you or more, just more creative because it's about, there's so much people can do. Like yeah. I said, I tell, I tell all this to my siblings, there's so much you can do. You just need to open your mind and think outside, outside the box. Everybody has 24 hours in a day. If you want to just do film and go home and sleep, that's up to you. I'm doing film. I'm thinking, where am I putting my money? I'm doing real, I started doing real estate as early as 2002. Investing in so you can't you, you we can't be on the same mm. on the same level if you're so small minded to just think that the only because all you're saying is how I many if you're counting the number of films I'm acting mm. and you're expecting that my income should yes. be just I should sit back and be okay with just that and not try to do anything to improve myself. No, I'm a hustler, and so many of these girls are hustlers. True. Most of the, I'm not saying that there are not a number of people who do whatever they choose to do. But that is not for you to even judge. What is making you judge over somebody else's life? Because in the first place, we don't know the shit you do. Nobody follows you around to see what you're doing. But it's easy because you you have a platform to sit down and cast aspirations on someone else. I mean, you know, it's just who we are as a people. And it's so sad when we stop trying to make ourselves look like the Sorry, the mic. When we stop trying to make some people would try to make themselves look like the scent mm-hmm. and then cast debt on some other people. Uh, for me, I think that you're, what you're giving out is the same thing. You That's who you are. That's why you're thinking that way. Because you cannot sit down and assume something. Were you, do you know? Were you there? Because your mind can fathom it. That means that's the kind of best thing you can do. Why is that so? Why are you so interested in that? You know, let's, please, I beg. I Ah, thank oh. you. Um, now that I'm in this space with with you all, and and I'm, I mean, I'm going to learn some things, right? You know, at this level of all that you have achieved, right? Would you say that you are you feel happy and successful? Or, and what does su- success mean to you? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm grateful for everything. But I, I'm just, I, I, I don't like to use, I don't think that this sucks. Shantytown is a success. But as a filmmaker that has spent, I've spent 20 years in the industry. I don't feel like I've actually hit success yet. As a filmmaker. 
not as an actress. Right. Even as an actress, there's still milestones to cross. There's still, you know, every. So I believe that everything. Every I believe in times and seasons, like I always say. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I'm waiting for that season where some sudden things start happening for me. Do you get? So right. I won't. I won't. Shutdown is successful. I have I have succeeded in Nollywood over the years, but I, do I think that I've, atten I've attended that level of success mm -hmm. that I want? No, I'm still on it. We're still working on it. Um, what does success mean to me? Yeah, setting out goals and achieving them and being recognized for what you do. Mm -hmm. Also, success also means setting goals for yourself and actually, you know, beating those goals. So I have goals I've set for myself that I haven't gotten to yet. So mm -hmm. we're still on it. That's good. But Lisa, are you happy? Oh, I am always happy. Even when nothing is happening, I'm happy. <laughs> that's, the, that's a good place to No, be. I'm always happy. That's a good place I'm to be. I'm always happy because I know that something will happen soon. If you don't mm. happen, it will happen tomorrow. As long as, say, we get life. Amen. Speaking of tomorrow, what, what what's going to happen for... What's the tomorrow of the filmmaker going to be like? Um, For me, I'm just really... I mean, the success of Shantytown has just given me such hype, such mm. pump, such inspiration and motivation. Mm -hmm. To just keep doing movies, doing good films, mm -hmm. telling good stories, telling them in really exquisite ways. My vision is to drive it till the very end, like drive it beyond, break every boundary, every limit, mm. go as far as I can get, you know. So I, the idea is, I've already, apparently, right after we shot Shantytown, we, after a few months, we went back on sets to shoot my big fairy tale wedding. Oh, nice. That's also going to be a limited uh, series. It's actually in post-production. Are you produced? Absolutely. My partner and I. I think you're good to carry this filmmaker hat on your head fully. Um, but why not if not? Mm -hmm. I mean, the platforms are there. If you have the right stories, if you know how to do it, why not? Mm. What's, you know, I mean, I've always, I've always, so I've done quite a number of films most of them that you don't even I did Memories of My Heart have you forgotten that was my personal film I did years ago that one that got uh, got got it got me a nomination and got uh, that's the first job this girl did uh, if I'm not mistaken uh, v VZB or something that Venita girl Venita Venita oh yeah. nice that got her uh, best supporting actress nomination for MVCA oh absolutely that was my job that was my film <clears throat> so I've done quite a bit of producing. It's just now I want to do it now. It's my it's full energy. Yes. I love it. I'm excited for for what you have in in the future. I mean, um, I respect the fact that you've been here before this time and you're still relevant at this time. And I wish you all the best. And yeah. we'll still be relevant. Amen. Yeah, here on TV. I'm not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, but before I let you go, um, there's a segment of TV table called Spill the Tea. Mm. It's that's sponsored by Lipton. Basically, we just ask you some personal questions. Not personal, personal. But you just spill some tea, then we reward you with a nice, nice goodie bag. bag. Because I saw one bag at the you get up. Now you get up. So let me let me get to the questions. Um, quickly, quickly, quickly. Um, <coughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. What's the most embarrassing or unfulfilling movie role you've ever had? You have to be honest with I'm us. I'm not going to pick up that one. Uh, uh, 
You have to spill this tea. What can I do? Is there something to drink for not spilling the tea? Ah, uh, you drink two gallons of this, this thing. <laughs> because I, I don't mind. Can I put straw? You can drink start, the full gallon. Put straw. Let me start drinking this now. It's not me. No, no. Trust me, there's... I, I, and I don't even Okay, no, to, talk about the role, not the, not the movie. Just talk it, about the it role. Was, it, the role... Oh, God. Don't mention the movie. Don't mention the producer. Just the, the role. The role was just... Some point when I watched it, I'm like, what the fuck? What was I doing? The hell? Why? <laughs> why didn't you just cut me off the entire film? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even here? And I remember, oh, I put in energy. I want myself. Oh God, it was just such a waste of my time. Like, I think every I, actor has that moment. Uh, every actor has, but yeah. this particular one. And then it's not something that happened like back in the day. You know, when you feel like, like ah, at this my age, why was something like this happen to me? <laughs> why? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I better go. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like this one. This one is... <laughs> she can answer this one with her full chest now. Mm. Uh, okay. So, if you weren't Iniedo, the Nollywood queen, what would you have been? Baba, I really... I would be a rich girl. I don't know how. There's no way I would have been poor, man. I love it. Absolutely no way. My mind, I have a brain that works like, I'm very, my, my brain is very productive. productive. Is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a very driven person. And I, there's no shame in labor, in hard work. So I love to work. Oh, that's great. So I could have been successful in anything I've chosen to do. That's amazing. I like Even that as energy. a lawyer, which I'll eventually do, maybe when I'm retiring. I don't know when I'll retire, but I'll get that law degree. Really? Mm-hmm. I tried law. It's not easy. Are you gonna yeah. sit in class for five years in Nigeria yeah. and do law you school? Know I, but you know, I had that admission that uh, um, yeah, um, the open university thing. They gave me, uh, but I deferred it. I'm still gonna go back to. It, I promise. Really? Why do all of you want to study law? I feel like if you don't taste the law, you never feel like. Because I tasted it for like a year, and I'm just like, I'm just like. If it wasn't, if it's something that you want to do out of passion, I've always mm. loved it. I've always wanted to do it. To represent people? Yeah, yes. I, you know, I like the quote. I like to be able to banter words. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I mean, it's not just for the wrong reasons. Sis, I, I like, let me that's, tell you that's that, a fly part. But that banter word is after years of, you see, in school, I you love cram cases. Ca- I love to read. Uh, I'm Nigerian good with love. reading. No, I love to read and I'm good with cramming. Not just cramming, but you know what I mean by Yeah, you reading. can take in your I'm life I'm not more of a... Yes, I'm, I yeah. can do a whole five-page script in my ah. head. Like, yeah. That you do well in law. Yeah. Because you have to cram all the cases, yes. citations. Yes, 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 yes. Great, okay. So. My challenge has always been the practicals. So that's why I'm an art student. So the next career phase is barrister, in a. I don't know. I'm thinking it. Mm. Mm. I'm rooting for you, Shai. Yes. Okay, let me ask you the last yes. one. Um... What's an exciting project you're working on at the moment? Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you working on? I'm working on a studio in Aquaibum State, yes. Um, okay. I'm working with the state government to put up a, a creative studio for Aquaibum Creatives uh, where we're going to have all kinds of trainings, um, mm. you know, greenery area for filming, all kinds of mm. creative production, equipment, fully equipped and, you know, and then we have affiliations, of course, with like international um, mm. studios as well. So that's that's like my next big project. And th- not next, because it's already we're already gone far. So for me, ideally, you know, I don't know if people. So you know, 
Lagos is too con- congested already. True. So mm. I'm looking for the, the next big space for filmmaking. The next big hub for filmmaking has to be Aquabum State. So that's the that's the dream. That's the goal. That's what we're working on. That's good. It's gonna bring a lot of um, development. I mean, it's already developed, but I mean. More. It has infrastructure. It just has everything. It has the ambience. So, so yeah. for instance, you want to go film your talk show. Now you don't need to carry your... All the, everything is there. The manpower, the equipment, everything. I will come to Aquabo. You would definitely. Invite oh, my gosh. You would... Abs- see, it's that's the next big thing for, for entertainment. Yeah, they also... You know, like, they lobby for movie rollo. I have a tell you. You don't need to lobby. I watched you in Glamour Girls. You did amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. You did I amazing. I appreciate you. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of uh, roles. Okay. What do you look out for when you're offered a movie role? The challenge. Okay. The message. The um, just the entire production. Mm. You know, you're looking for something to look forward to, something to excite you, the excitement, the thrill of the story. You know, like you pick up a story, you don't want to drop the script. Once I'm struggling within the script, then I have a problem with the script. That's good. Because when you pick up a good script, you don't want to drop, you probably really... It's like a lot of people say about Shantytown. Some people said, I just wanted to just take a peek, maybe watch episode one, mm. and then rush, and stop. they ended up finishing yeah. the whole thing. So that's what a good story does. If you pick up a good script, if you struggle to read a script, then you shouldn't even bother. Right. Got it. Um, so thank you for answering the questions, and thank you for not dodging anyone. Um, Except the dodged. I have... <laughs> I have a special goodie bag courtesy Lipton to you, my veteran actress, <laughs> my queen. You deserve this okay, special Lipton bag. Okay, Lipton tea. I've been Please. drinking Lipton tea forever now. Yeah, but I, this I can This is the s- first gift people have given me. Please do better. I will, do, I will send you more gifts. I'll send you cartons of Lipton. <laughs> I don't want cartons of Lipton. <laughs> Wait, see, we'll, we get everything. We get it. Uh, this one, I can drink it for three, week, three months. Uh, uh, no, you have to drink it every day. Uh, one please, Lipton tea let me bag. show people what you're giving me. Please, so please, it's for you now. Nah. Yeah, show them now. We're, not, we're part of our gifts here. Yeah? It's honey, yeah. Yes, so sweeten your life. Sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> um, Guys, it's been an amazing episode. Um, I've been humbled to have Inia in my presence. Please, guys, watch Shantytown. Stream it. Tell your friends about it. Um, It's currently number one across... 11 countries so yes top 10 top 10 um yeah thank you for watching tbt pod peace out for me my queen okay guys i hope you had a good time because i have had such an amazing time with t with 10 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.